What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. So Sun X fucked up. He Mitchelled the whole operation. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yep. For those yeah. who don't know what Mitcheling means, it's from the movie Three O'clock High, which I highly recommend. Jerry Mitchell, some weak pencil pushing geek, is going to fight a guy at the end at three o'clock, and uh, well, let's just say that's it's a it's something from the movie where the principal says, "Don't fuck this up, Mitchell." And so in our family, when you're Michelin something up, you're fucking it up. Well, because... I'm at Grumpy Grumpy Leanne, how, like give give us a little bit of a, a scene or context. So what's happening in that movie? Because people here, right? Let's. <laughs> this is what you're talking about. This is what we're talking about. Don't fuck this up, Mitchell. <laughs> so, that's it right there. Oh, that's it. Man. That's Sun X. Yeah. Can we show? Can we show him Sun X? Can we show? There he is. There's Sun X. You want to? You want to know all the contributions? Take your glasses off. Take your glasses off, X. Would you like to know? Would you like to know the contribution that Grumpy did to help me figure out the problem? X, fix it. X, fix it. Recording on. Fix it. Thank you so oh. much. Thank you so much. Appreciate so, all the help. Hold on. So we're having a little bit of calamity. Uh, I was just planning on jumping on for like. 10 minutes or so and this is now the second show in a row so i apologize yes, if you're new um, oh god I, I'm not, I don't want to show too too much okay here it is so there's We're a fight going back gary's keeping fancy low and there's buddy he's uh he's the big bully in school one day gary maybe just take a touching him it was a mistake kill him there Don't fuck this up, Mitchell. The greatest part is that's the principal of the school. <laughs> and this is like, don't fuck this up, Mitchell. Oh, man. Look at X. Can you take your glasses off for a second? <laughs> Holy shit. It's Jerry Mitchell. Hold on. Can we make X bigger? Hold on, X. Open up your eyes, buddy. Oh, my. No, put those glasses back on. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. It's Mitchell in his finest. Okay. That's right. Um Mitchell. Oh so man. We are back. We are yes. back. Okay. So I, I I was in the middle of the ad read and then No, this happened. We got kicked off before you did the ad read, by the way. Okay. You were well, just talking aimlessly for like probably the last 10 to 15 minutes. Oh my god. It wasn't that long. But I'm going to jump into the new though for you. So TJ, is there a way to merge these two, this bastard of a podcast together? Again, again, again. no, there's not. There's not. So uh, preferably X going forward. If we, yeah, I was about to say you lost all the comments. That's fantastic. X actually. So what I'm going to have you do, 
pull up in the other live stream on the YouTube page, the one that's ended, that's going to, I'll send you a link. How about this? I'll send you a link. I'll take care of it. Don't, don't fuck it up, Mitchell. That's don't all. Mitchell, don't Mitchell operation. So you can't lose. I'll make don't sure. You sit over it. there and do nothing to contribute, Crump. Okay. Now you understand, right? You understand where the animosity. Yeah, comes. What was the first thing I said to you? What was the first thing I said to you immediately when you got on here before him? I said, I see your struggles now. No, this is what he said. Pop up. Magically just make it pop up and appear here. X said he's Why is it taking so, you so long in between clips? Why is it taking you so long to pull them up? Yeah, dude. I don't understand why you dropped everything from the other day. That was just kind of dumb. What the fuck? You never told me to keep it. Watch your mouth, first of all. Um, you're making me cuss. Okay. Don't make me so cuss. X, yes, X, has been, X has been running the podcast for two episodes now. I'm, all, I'm, already, I'm already done. I'm already over grumpy. Oh. TJ came in and butchered the first one. I did. And I'll X, say that I did. X took a, a hatchet to this one. Yeah. Maybe this is what Grumpy steered the ship one time. We'll see how the podcast goes. <laughs> it won't go. He'd think he was live, but it would actually he'd be off. He'd be off air. You wouldn't even know how to start. Oh, X, did you hold on? X, did you mention things like make sure to like? Let me ask you this, X. Yes, you I mentioned said, things like you like and subscribe. Uh, turn I had to, to do that because he comes on. No, this is this is how this how X comes on the show. Oh uh, God, hey, uh, the Islanders played. The Rangers on. I'm like, no, X. You got to go through all the other stuff first. So I had to do it. Going Good. forward, be in charge of doing something. Good. Look at him. Yeah. All right. Look, all right. Look, at, look at his. Look at his. His thing is written up. His his uh, room is written um, rigged up like a 1970s porn room. Just look at it. It's disgraceful. Uh, at least he's not laying on the couch. So I'll give him credit. That he's is a new least. setup. He does have a new setup. Oh gosh. Well, that's that's good. I'm happy for that. X or Grumpy, why don't you go ahead and get to the ad read here? I'm going to try to get maybe try to recover some of these old comments that X find a way to, to screw up. I'll try to fix that's a good one. All fix right. X's mistake. I will read the comment. And you know what? Hey, I don't know how what a time mark I'm going to put on this. I don't know. I will uh, redocument this how we're doing it here and we'll see. Grumpy, Grumpy, I'm going to let you know something. I'm not posting these to the podcast format. I'm not splicing and sitting down and editing a whole bunch of shit when you screw up. Oh, wait. So, so then why am I going to read the ad read then? If read the ad, read, damn it. Read the ad, Grumpy. Come on. Okay. Well, if it doesn't count, I don't know why I'm reading. Okay. <laughs> we know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet 5 bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Mention the available lines and odds from Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. You don't read that. That is the spot where you're supposed to ad lib, Grumpy. You're like, hey, you know what? You could go ahead and, and place a wager on Matt Barzal to put okay, up this. I got it. I got it. You can place a wager on how many games the Islanders are going to lose in the third period when they have multiple game leads. Multiple I goal leads. That's correct. I mean, that's an actual bet, bro. That, now, that's something I bet you – I don't know what the odds are. They're probably not as high as they would be for any other team in the league. But, yes, you can absolutely do that. And you certainly would have won uh, money in the Rangers game in the stadium series on Sunday. And, uh, you know, just say, hey, are the Islanders going to push this game to overtime when they have a two-goal lead, two lead on Pittsburgh? Hey, maybe you could cash in there too. Who knows? But here, there's a call to action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. 
the Hockey Podcast Network. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Well, we got some help for you. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, formerly known as HOPE-NY, uh, 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-7897-777 or call ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus specs expire 168 hours after issuance. So make sure you get those bonus bets in. Make sure you do that because they expire after 168 hours. Ah, good gracious. Hold on. I'm not done. Okay. Uh, See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Gambling NHL, resources. That's correct. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Okay, you don't have right? to read that portion. You don't have to read that portion. Okay. Right? That's only if you're using <laughs> the image. But yes, um, uh, oh. X. I, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to recover these just quite yet. I was looking down. I could pull up the ones from yesterday's podcast, old comments, but unfortunately they haven't registered because you Mitchell this so recently. That, Good job, uh, Mitchell. Good dude. job, Mitchell. X Mitchell. Uh, Mitchell X. Oh, man. Well, yeah, let's okay. Get um, comments. All these comments are shredding me, TJ, so this should be... Uh, <laughs> you know how bad you have to be where TJ gets uh, gets positive responses? I know, right? Well, well, hold on real quick. Before you get into the comments, I did want to mention this. I'm not sure. How much of the game did you guys actually talk about? All of it. Did X actually give a good synopsis? Was he impressed with what he saw from the Islanders, his new fandom? No. Well, no, he, I thought they were going to play a lot better. He wanted so, to hack people's legs. Yeah, you know, I said that he would have probably been sent down to the, uh, you know, the Sinbin or the NHL uh, violence committee, whatever the hell it is. He would have got popped for certain. Oh, good gracious. Uh, so I will say this against the Rangers. The fact that they blew that game is disturbing. It's disturbing. And, you know, what I'm going to do here, I did have a few clips that I wanted to show, and that's really what I wanted to make sure I had a chance to be on for. Um, I'm not sure if you guys talked about him. God, X is littering, is littering my feed with repost and repost of his fuck-ups. Just to let you know, Grumpy has already un unmasked my name. It only took two episodes. So I, I just called you X. <laughs> no, you didn't. Grumpy. God. You know, I step away. Not even hasn't even been two full podcasts. That's what happens. That's what happens when I told you we I want to do dry runs with X doing it, and then you're just like, nope, this is it. He's doing it. Grumpy. I told you not. There should you have another podcast with X too, and you manage to say his real name all the time on that one as well. So it's like it's not like this is your first time ever being on a show addressing your other son as Son X. Okay. You still call him by okay. his name, and it's he, X. Grumpy. I have a bigger problem where you don't call him by his real name in real life. You just call him X. That's his name from now on. That is not your his name, name from now on. Your name. It's not Grandpa. It's not anything else. Your name is Grumpy. That will always be your name, well, Grumpy, from now on. Who is combing your hair? That's what I want to know. Really? 
Really? We're going to try to go down that route, huh, Grumpy? Yesterday, we had some video. And oh, for those who don't know, I didn't throw it out there. I forgot. TJ's wife delivered the baby on Sunday night. The people who are lucky enough to listen to the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show uh, heard that live. As it happened, uh, the baby was delivered. So everyone is uh, healthy and happy. And, uh, you know, everyone, like I said, fantastic. The baby, I, I think she's really beautiful. So, you know, and that's just not because I'm a grandfather. I just know these things. Okay. So just that's so for people who didn't know, um, I know there's going to probably be congratulations to TJ, but that's what happens when X screws up right at the beginning. Yes. So thank you. Thank you, Grumpy. Thank you, everybody. I, I know I'm going to get, you know, congratulations. I appreciate all the, all the support. I really do. Um, it happened right after the Islanders lost in the stadium series. Like you're talking like maybe 20 minutes afterwards. So, um, the agony of defeat didn't bother me too much. Um, now this is the thing I did want to make sure we had a chance to cover. So Patrick wall came out there to speak, um, after the stadium series game, right? The Islanders went down one, nothing. Matty Martz gets into a fight. You then automatically have the team. They're raising, right? They're starting to amp things up. Um, they, they took it to the Rangers. Um, they scored two power plays against the Rangers and in typical Islanders fashion, they couldn't hold on to a lead. They couldn't. Um, and, and you know, right. It was never Lane Lambert's fault that the team couldn't hold on to a lead. There was one podcast of one show that was mentioning that over and over and over again. These are veterans who have 10 plus years of NHL experience. There's no excuse for them not being able to close out a game. They're professionals. That is their job. They know how to do that. They've been doing that since they were playing mites and peewees. These are 10-year vets. It's inexcusable. Not on the coach. And no. what do we see? What no. do we see? What do we see? And the first 10 games of Patrick Waugh, well, we blow one against Montreal. We fight all the way back. We tie it up. We give up a goal in the last 30 seconds. We have a multi-goal lead against the Rangers in a stadium series game. We fumble a multi-goal lead in the third period and lose in overtime. And don't worry, in case you thought maybe things were getting better, just, just last night against the Pittsburgh Penguins, we had another multi-goal lead in the third period, and we surrendered the lead to allow them to tie the game and bring it to overtime again. TJ, I asked Grumpy, I said, how many goals do you confidently feel we have to be up by going into the third period to actually close the game out and win it? Five. It's, Five. It's, I'd say four. We've given up three goal leads before. So we did, we did uh, against the Rangers. You're up 4-1. Was that going yeah. in the third? Yeah, so it's a three-goal lead. But, yeah, so, like, you got to have a four-goal lead um, is what I'd say. It's just here's the thing. It's it's over and over and over again. It's the same issues. And people mention, right, we don't have talent. People mention, well, how do we see enough talent to where we can lead so many minutes in the NHL, but we don't close out games? You know, how can we, how can we get these leads if we don't have the talent? Well, if you look at a lot of our goals, Man, we are a very opportunistic team, and I'll say that in the nicest way possible. I think every single chance that comes our way, our team has a killer instinct, and we make sure to bury those opportunities and chances. I really think that. How many times did we see where it was like the map bars all, right? They go into the box. A puck comes on the way down. Map bars all on the breakaway. He buries it. Talk about Simon it. Holmstrom. Simon Holmstrom against Pittsburgh. A bad, hideous play by Eric Carlson. He goes ahead and forces. He helps force that turnover in the, in the offensive zone, and he buries it right in the bottom of the net. That's that's you talk about being really opportunistic. When a team makes a mistake, you bury those opportunities. 
the Islanders are a team that buries the opportunities that other teams leave open. That simple. So, um, you know, against, I, bad, this is, against bad teams. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Eventually, teams, if they wake up in a game, they're like, holy shit, we're down two goals. What the hell are we doing? They flip it on and they don't make so many mistakes and they start pummeling us. That's what I've noticed game in and game out. And here's the other thing. Our team is old. Our team is slow. Our team, when we get a lead, we want to just lay back on our own zone on our heels and hope and pray to God that we can surrender. You know, our goalie can stop 35 plus shots a night. Last night against the Penguins, another night where we give up 40 plus shots a night. I'm just I'm like, okay, how many of these games under Patrick Waugh have we seen our team play three games in four nights? We should be cleaning up during this portion of the schedule, and we've been lackluster to say the least. So I think we're starting to see a lot of people maybe think, oh, this team, even if we make the postseason, isn't a real contender. And I think that's the correct assumption. But the issue I had was listen to Patrick Waugh, and I had other people contacting me after the interview, because this is Jake, Jake K, and a few others contacted me about the post-game presser by Patrick Wall. Now, I'm going to set the scene for us. We're up two or three goals in the third period. We blew a two or three goal lead in the third period of the stadium series game, then proceeded to lose in overtime. And this is what our head cat say. As a coach, because I'm not a player, I feel good about our game. Uh -oh. Yes, those those penalty at the end, I mean, hurt us. Um, but we did a lot of good things. And when I look at the five-on-five, five, that's the hockey we want to play. And I thought we had a very good game. Uh, we played them um, with a good pace. We played, uh, we compete well. Uh, we had our chances. Uh, he made a great save on Nelson uh, in midway the third period we had that clear that could gone in with clutterbuck so so i mean it's oh. it's jack to me it's a very positive game for us jack Kaplan jr um calls and go our way and oh. um and they scored on those oh boy that is the biggest issue as a coach they mentioned the same thing holy shit this sounds almost identical to jack Kaplan. absolutely 10 games on to the job. I know we just gave up another multi-goal lead tonight. How's our response? I liked a lot of the things we did. That's the same shit Lane Lambert was saying, guys. Guess what? It's not on Patrick Waugh when we blow games. It wasn't on Lane Lambert. It's not on the coaching staff. It's on the players in the room and the players who skate up their laces. That is where the problem lies. Or, or the ones who lace up their skates as opposed to skating up their laces. Yes, lace up their skates. I get so upset thinking about it. Now, I will say, I think something you'll enjoy, Grumpy. One more thing. I'm, I'm, I promise. I'll wrap it up and I'll let X. I know he's throwing his head back. I just wanted to say something. And you Go ahead, X. So would you say it's their, their defense, not their goaltending, that's the issue? They don't play enough defense come the third period? Well, in the third period, we just say, we're not going to put any four check. We're going to leave everybody back in the room. We, we send one guy on a four check and leave three or four guys back in their own zone trying to protect against transition. We get hemmed in our own zone, and then we just have five guys who are trying to line up in front of the net, and they go ahead and, 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 and some teams, they find ways to execute on that. And when you're in your own zone for 10 or 15, you know, 10 plus minutes in the third period, you're going to be giving up more chances and giving yourself a chance to take more penalties. That's simple. Now, this is something that X will probably like too. Now, Lamb and I, Grumpy said, um, oh gosh, 
He said, oh, once they're in, they go on a nice run. Anything could happen this year. Now, I oh. did like this. I said, back to anything can happen phrase. When did the Lamanites learn? How do I reach these Lamanites? And I figured X would like this one. For, How do I reach these kids? <laughs> From the um, yeah. Now, I will say, Phil, Phil, you know, he is saying, I could not care less about the win. That's a season-ending meltdown right there. You can't overcome blowing so many multi-goal leads in a same season like that. It's not a talent thing, which makes it even more frustrating. Now, I disagree on that last part. But Absolutely. the funny thing is, all of these people who are casting stones at Lane Lambert, I don't think we're going to see any sort of apologies from... Nope. Maybe I was a little too harsh. Maybe it was the player's fault while we were blowing these games. Now, we've come out in post and always said, we were always too harsh on Barry Trotz. Yep. You said that. Yep. No problem saying that. I just wonder if, and Lane Lambert never accomplished what Barry Trotz did. I just no. wonder with the more blown leads in third periods and blown multi goal leads, if finally we're going to see the fan base say, okay, we're waking up to realizing it's not on the coach. It's not on Patrick Waugh. It wasn't on Lane Lambert. Maybe it's on the guys in the room. Well, TJ, thank you. You just recapped what we talked about in the first podcast portion. Good. So in case you happen to get cut off and you should sure see one. this show and you're seeing only part two, you could have just skipped part one. Don't worry. I summed it up. At the, the recap. recap. <laughs> Cue the recap. <laughs> Don't do it like X does, though. He'll get the stream taken down because he didn't clip his. He just he just I just ran the NHL highlight package as opposed to just taking the clips of the goals oh uh, oh god son x do you have those penguins highlights can, can you just pull those up in in 12 seconds for me please just get them loaded straight up so x here's, here's the thing like that pre-work that i always tell you about that i do that's called doing pre-work my yeah, friend x. don't yeah. worry i asked grumpy i said hey did you happen to send me anything no i didn't because i was too busy taking son x fiance y whose birthday is tomorrow <laughs> out to dinner today <laughs> So, you know, I did that instead. Oh. Okay. Do you think X came off the hip at all? You know, you know, he's got, he's got deep pockets and short hands. That's all I'm saying. So who do you think paid for that meal today? Oh. Me, me, me. That's who. Uh, well, I just wanted to stop by, say hello, talk a little Islanders. Um, you know. Where's, where's the baby? The baby, the baby's with, with the lovely Paige right now. Before so. you leave, TJ, can you please give me access to the Twitter page? Um, do you want to do that maybe for tomorrow? We can set it up, or I could set you up where you have access to both of them. Yeah, just give me access to both of them so I have it for both podcasts because oh. people will send stuff in and then I can pull the videos up. It makes it a lot easier. Than oh, we can talk about that after the show. Let's, let's talk about that after the show. Give me a call once your show is over. Stay in this, and I'll teach you how to do it, okay? You are failing as a host. Here's the thing. It's his, it's his second time as a host. Uh, Grumpy, as I've told you before, X, you kind of have to be tyrannical to keep Grumpy in check. You see how that gets, don't you? It's like dealing with an infant. Oh. Anything on their own, but they just expect everything. To hey, stop, get, stop getting those stream taken down. That's all you got to do. Stop doing that. So what happened well, was... Grumpy, in order for the stream to be taken down, it would have to be up, right? I don't think you can manage to do that. So Hold I on. Do that. Real, real quick. So, I have there's a little sign that says stream this to your audience right here. All I gotta do is hit that, right? So quick, monkey could hit that button. <laughs> so, quick question. So X are showing too many highlights of the NHL and it got the clip and got the, the video removed. 
Either that or, or he bumbled on top of something. Fix okay. it. That ever happens again, just wait. Wait long enough and it will fix it. But That's hey, what I told him. I told him. I had to whip up another one. So. He went like this. Oh, no. Cancel it. Close it. I'm like, don't shut out. It comes. It's, I said it's already back up. No. That's what happened. It was disgraceful. Uh. Uh, okay. Well, that's good. Maybe I'll just grab from this portion and maybe I'll just grab this one up and post it on the podcast. Cause I want to make sure people listen to the podcast have a chance to listen. I'm going to peace out guys. I'll make sure not to end the stream this time. Uh, we'll talk later. Okay. Thanks so much guys. I just wanted to say, Hey, real quick. Oh, thanks any, of for, thanks. any of those earlier comments are gone. Correct. Yeah. They're not just going to show up. Yet. That's fine. They're going to show up later, but not yet. That's fine. So if you commented earlier, X just says, screw you too. Johnny. Jimmy, Brett, screw you too. Make it sound like I'm just intentionally saying screw you. I cannot access them, bro. Yeah, all right, Colonel Frank Slade. Why don't you get to the first failed comment? Oh, my days. And why is TJ's face still on the show? That's what I want to go. Well, what I'm trying to do is see if I can pull up. It just, I, I won't even be able to pull it up through like a third party. Sorry, I won't be able to get them up. Claire Hogle, very nice picture, Claire has a comment says oh my god i thought you guys were getting banned for showing too much nhl content it did we definitely got, we definitely got it taken down for for too much nhl content for good sure. job x what can jason, i say jason cameron says tj for the save i bet you never thought you'd hear those words uttered on this podcast nope trump was recruited by the kgb in 1986 says congrats tj and page and the family Thank you very much. Uh, Matthew West says, well, blame it on TJ. Yeah, why not? What the hell? Yep, I'll you. take that. I'll take that. Yeah, there we go. Frank from Empire State Construction says, Sun X look like, looks like Palmieri's son, LOL. Actually, no, Jerry Mitchell. That's who he looks like. But He's say, working at a bookstore selling pencils. And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Gunger says, TJ, hello. How is baby L? She's doing great. I can tell you that personally. She's doing great. You know, the funniest thing was, TJ, when the baby was born after the show, we FaceTime, and TJ's just eating. He's like, oh. and the picture, I'm looking at pictures of his food. I'm like, I'm trying to talk to Paige. I want to see the baby. And all I see is TJ eating a bunch of barbecue chicken tenders and French fries. And just, oh. I'm like, dude, I don't want to see your face. I want to see the baby. And Tommy Papi says, three o'clock high. Everyone should watch it. It's a great movie from, I think it was 1987. Uh, fantastic movie, without a doubt. Michael Borello says, there's the new dad. Congrats, big guy. And everyone, TJ says, uh, absolutely, thank you so much for all the well wishes, without a doubt. And from all of us here. JP says, I'm relieved they lost the damn stadium game. It's painfully obvious for anyone with eyes to see that they have three options. A, sell wisely and try to win in 2030 b do nothing and try to win in 2032 or oh hold on c give me a second give me a second and there must be a c or like or c buy and give away more draft picks and try to win in 2036 there you go that's where we're at thomas tomato says grumpy called sun x by his real name is that true ah you know what? Ah, that's okay. Must be losing it to your old age. Yeah, whatever. It's possible. Uh, Drew says, let me guess. Did TJ F it all up again? Yeah, he did. Yep. No, did. This, this was X. He, he hit the panic button. Ah! Stop it! 
I'm like, it's already up, bro. No, it's not. I'm like, it is. People you literally, you literally said that after I had already turned ah, it on. Ah. Oh my god. I'm like, oh my god. Frank Kaplan says, in the words of Vince McMahon, Sun X, you're fired. I don't know if he'll be saying that anytime soon. I don't think he'll be saying that ever again. Frank from Empire State goes, Grumpy Old Man is calling X Beavis and Butthead. LOL. I'm both of them. There you go. Nick Canetta says, how's it going, fellas? Hope all is well. Hope the baby's doing well as well. Yes, very much. Thank you, Nick. David DeGesso says, hello, guys. Well, the Coliseum is closing for good. Lacrosse team moving to Ottawa in Canada. John Tavares bought him. Well, here's yeah. the thing now. If you're a uh, – now, I can see if you're a, a Long Island lacrosse fan and John Tavares bought your team and is moving it to Canada, now I can see why you'd be pissed at him, honestly. Not only did he rip your hearts out by signing that contract with Toronto, but now he's taking your lacrosse team too. And he's going, <laughs> Ponyboy Curtis says, Sun X looks like a metrosexual bastard today. No, maybe you laughed. That was good. Frank from Empire State says, so did it drop because of the NHL footage? Yeah, it was the NHL footage. It had to have been. I played it too long. My bad. I know for next time, do not cancel it. Just wait for it to come back up. I did not know that. I thought you had to restart it for it to come back up. So. I want to see the next comment. That's on me. <laughs> He's the ultimate Fredo. Yep. I definitely I, – I mentioned it. I mentioned it. Can you start sure. rolling back, like just kind of rocking back in that chair like you're defeated? Like Fredo did in Godfather 2. Mikey. Mikey. I'm smart. I deserve respect. Uh, Frank from Empire State goes, you guys have been good. Don't stress X and grumpy old man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Mario says, if the Islanders fans spent half the energy they did complaining about the game being a Ranger home game going into the actual game, it would have felt more like an Islanders home game. Yeah, I mean, Islander fans all could have bought the tickets. They decided, they chose not to. Oh, so they so they did sell the seats then first the Islanders fans, and if they didn't buy them by a specific date, then they started selling to the Rangers. I, I don't know how the ticket procedure worked, but it's like if you want if you're an Islander fan and you wanted to go, you could have easily gotten tickets. It's not like they sold out in a day. Well, my thought process is they should only make the seats of like how it is in soccer. They should only make the seats available to the home team. And then after those seats have been sold, if they don't buy them, they don't, they only have a small supporter section. That's it for the other team. Well, you got to remember for season ticket holders, how many season ticket holders really are there in an NHL? It's 80,000 seats. Maybe your season ticket base is what? 14,000. I don't know. Here's my thing. How about you only make it available for the lower bowl section of the stadium is only available for home team people and then upper bowls available for both teams. Because Islander fans sell their tickets to Ranger fans. See, they shouldn't be like if they have season tickets, they shouldn't be allowed to do that. If you get caught doing that, you can't go to the games anymore. Just like they do in soccer. You're caught selling your season tickets, you lose them. You can't go to the games anymore. I don't think the Islanders season ticket uh, base is so robust that they can just start taking people's season tickets away. Then they, they, you think they don't have anybody at UBS? Diehard fans. They need to be supporters. So you're a diehard fan now, are you? Um, hey, did I not tell you I wanted Martin to break that guy's leg? Yeah. I'm yeah. in there. I'm in it for the long haul. 
He did say he's in it for the long haul now. But here's the thing you got to know about Sun X. He's kind of irrational. I am. I am he, he's, he's, there's no rationality. There's no um, there's no analytical uh, analysis. There's no analysis of the game. It's just like, slip, break his leg, slash him in the throat, knock his teeth out. Get him, like from Karate Kid, get him a body bag. There you go. That is Sun X in a nutshell. Matthew S. says, congratulations, TJ. Thank you, Matthew. Nick Canetta says, went to the outdoor game. It was an awesome experience until the end. This team is the definition of so close yet so far away. Agreed. I, I will say it did look really cool. Um, I like the setup that I had for both the games there. I thought it was neat. Thomas Amato says, congratulations. Thank you, Thomas. Frank Kaplan says, mazel tov. Thank you again, Frank. James Cameron says, congrats, TJ. Welcome to fatherhood. Yes, he's he's into it now. It, it didn't take him not but two days to just like overprotect the father. Really, yeah. Mr. Meat says, you guys are better than watching old episodes of The Three Stooges, LOL. We'll take it. Nick Canetta says, congratulations, TJ. Whoop, 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 whoop. Okay. Drew says, so I found out that Phil was being super negative about the Islanders and then five minutes later said, never mind, we're good again. Yeah, <laughs> Phil's ridiculous. Sorry, Phil. Tommy Baffer says, congrats, TJ, on being a daddy, grump on being a grandpa, and X on being Uncle X. Uncle X. Uncle X. Uncle X. Frank from Empire State says, Mayfield needs to be benched. He did struggle in that Islander game against the Rangers for certain. David Jesu says it seems as if they're driving away longtime season ticket holders, as in parking further away now and increasing prices even more for product on the ice. Even one fan mentioned Lou is in the hall of is a Hall of Famer, but the game passed him by. Absolutely, guys, freaking finished. And lovely family, uh, David. I like I like to mention when people put up their families, uh, or actually anything where you have you know something that you know a new picture. I like to call it out. So. Wonderful family, David. Frank from Empire State says, uh, and, and Frank, yours is just E, so no, sorry. We never do good with multi-goal leads. Most teams don't, at least our power, our penalty kill was good last night. Yeah, it's because uh, Pittsburgh has been abysmal on the power play this year. And you would think they wouldn't with all their firepower. They don't shoot the puck enough. I don't like their spacing. I don't like the speed of it. They were they're terrible on the power play. Terrible. They look like us, honestly, last year on the power play. David Jessu says, Congrats, TJ. All the best on becoming a father. Thank you, David. Eve Leggin says, Does Mayfield bounce back next year or is he fried? Um, I don't he's not gonna bounce back. And the good thing is we have him for another six years after this one. He'll be 32. And his game's not going to age well. That's why you let a guy like that walk in the first. That's why you move him at the deadline last year. If he wants to come back, you offer him a three-year deal. Seven-year deals for guys in their 30s, just bottom-pairing defensemen, just dumb. Frank from Empire State says, hit the thumbs up. Yeah, hit him on all the podcasts, even the ones that screws up. Thumbs up, everybody. Yeah. Well, be, well, no, that would only be one podcast. The other one was TJ. Okay, whatever. The other one was TJ's fault. Whatever. So. Anthony Rizzi says, winning the game against the Penguins was the worst thing for us. We have to lose every game. That is the only way, the only way management will get the hint that we need to sell. Yeah, 
just scuffling around in the ninth, 10th, 11th, 8th playoff spot. Just not good enough. Just not good enough. Anthony Rizzi says, and Watt needs to stop praising this team. I can't take it. That clip that TJ played was without a doubt Jack Capuano 2024. As a matter of fact, I, even as I'm, I'm like, gosh, it sounds like Capuano. Same thing. Tommy Baffy says, Casey's hurt again. Well, I'm glad we have him for another four years. Uh, but I love McLean. Yeah, Kyle McLean can easily fill that role. That's why you don't sign guys in their 30s who play on the bottom six to long-term deals. You don't need them. Anyone can play those roles. Anthony Rizzi says, I think Watt is under direct orders from Lou not to criticize the roster. I'm sick of it. I want the crazy Wah, the one, the outspoken. He wants the outspoken Wah. If not, get rid of him too. Here's what I want. I want Wah to take over for Lamarillo. And maybe he's just learning the players. That's what I hope. He learns the players this year. They kick the old man out. They move Wah upstairs to the GM spot. He brings in his own guy, his head coach, and he jettisons some of the, the, the lacking players on this team. Matthew S. says, I hated his interview. A lot of people did. They've heard it before, years ago. It's frightening for the direction of the team. That's it, X. You tell them. You've seen these interviews before, right? Time and time again. Anthony Rizzi says, congrats, TJ, and you too, Sun X and Grump, LOL. Thank you, Anthony. Drew says, damn, Grumpy, X is cooking you right now. He called you a tyrannical infant. See, that's him and TJ. They gang up on me. See, you think, I mean. Oh, they, that's it, yeah. They're very mean. Yeah, you guessed it. I didn't think it's appropriate. Nick C says, Ra's been here 10 games. It takes longer than 10 games to create change. It doesn't happen instantly. Lane's system didn't work, and they ran with it for almost two years. It takes time to create change. Doesn't it bother you that the team falls into the same habits in the third period, though? I, I mean, it doesn't matter who the coach is. He's not telling them, hey, guys, in the, I want you to be aggressive in the first two periods press everything, and then the third period, I want you to lay back and collapse in. He doesn't tell them that. That's They just they, – they things start going bad, and the team it, – it's in their head. I think – I really think it's in their head. I really do. Tommy Baffy says, Phil thinks Engvall is a top-line fo top forward. Enough said. I don't even think he real – he doesn't think that anymore. His thing, when we talk to him off air, he doesn't think that anymore. He still thinks he can play on the second line. I'm like, dude, he's a bottom six guy. He's always been a bottom six guy. He'll always be a bottom six guy. He is what he is. Matthew West says, fire Sun X and TJ. Hire me. There you go, Matthew. Mr. Meat says, the grumpy old info, infant, LOL. How's it going? Gungu says, is it becoming clear with each passing year that someone in the Islanders organization made a pact with the devil regarding their stellar 1980-83 to 83 run? You would think so, wouldn't you? But I don't believe so. Nick Conti says, I wish this team would sell, but knowing Lou, he'll just re-sign Martin and Clutterbuck to eight-year deals. I don't think there's any way. Uh, all right, let me preface it this way. Signing either one of those guys to any extension is a fireable offense. They're done. Toast. Goon Goon says, there's no excuse for Mayfield's fetish for penalties. You might want to put it up. But I would never be a mean turd to someone on social media. 
Would these fat heads be as venomous if it was their son, brother, husband, etc.? Here's the thing, Goon Goon. If they saw Scott Mayfield in the street, they wouldn't be saying anything nasty to him. I'm going to tell you that. Oh, Scott Mayfield, we love you. They wouldn't do that. Not to their face. Some people would. Really? You think most of these, uh, you know, Philly fans, people from Philadelphia absolutely would. Yeah, but they're scum. They're scum. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying most guys who talk tough on the Internet, if you're face to face with them, they're not so tough. There's some guys though who absolutely talk trash to your face in real life, Dale. I'll tell you, you suck. You know how you stop that? Give them a little uh, knuckle sandwich. You take the stick and you break their leg with it. That's right. You cripple them. Tim J says Islanders are like the old saying: you can never, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. No matter the coaching message, never gets through. By the way, congrats to TJ Page on the new one. Thank you very much, Tim. Thank you. Rob G says, hello, all. Congratulations, TJ, on the new additions. Tell your wife, well done. Brett Wainer says, which one of the three of you goes by Mo? Hmm. Well, let's see. I would say that's X because he had that little bold cut. So it would be X. Which one was the bald one? That was Curly. Two. Or maybe TJ. Gungun says, Grumpy, did you ultimately feel sorry for Buddy Ravel in 3 o'clock high? All he wanted to do was be untouched. Um, He didn't want to be touched. I got it. But he took it a little bit too far. And I just, you know, I just know when he got hit by that one punch by Jerry Mitchell, he looked a little scared. He had to break out the brass knuckles. He had to break out the brass knucks. He couldn't believe it. I mean, he couldn't. I mean, he couldn't believe it. You saw the the fear in his eye, and then you know, hey, I don't want to say some of the other language that was. You know what other movie he was in? Um, he was in Kindergarten Cop. That's right, Kindergarten Cop. Yep, played Richard, uh, the father. Richard, Richard Tyson is the name of the actor. I didn't know. That. Um, he was also in, um, I think, something about Mary. I think he was in. Okay, was something about Mary. He played a cop in that movie. Ben Stiller. Yeah, with Ben Stiller. Yeah. I, I'm trying to – yes, I think he was in something about Mary also. Um, yeah, but Buddy Ravel, you know, he just wanted to be left alone. He didn't even cheat. Sorry. Brett Wainer says, Mo, Larry, and Curly Sun X. <laughs> whoop, 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 Curly. Goongoo says, let's talk film. Why do you think the casting director of the hit film Grease selected actors in their 20s and 30s to play supposed teenagers? Because they were big stars at the time, and he can get away with it. And, you know, hey, some of those those tough neighborhoods, the people just looked a little bit older. What can I tell you? Uh, Bed and Blanket says, I've seen a lot of people debating on rating, uh, on Reddit about if we sell or buy. Biggest thing for the Lamanites is who would we get if we trade Nelson? Uh, they don't understand that you give young guys a shot. Yeah, it's like move Nelson, get a couple of draft picks and a young player. I was saying early in the year, Quinton Byfield, a first and a second round pick for the Kings. Well, the way Quinton Byfield is playing, he's not available anymore. I wouldn't trade him for Brock Nelson and then give up draft picks. I wouldn't do it. Sometimes you got to be a little bit proactive. You see a guy who's got potential. Those are the type of guys you acquire early when they're young. Islanders do the exact opposite. Ben Blanket, 
ads. They are also delusional and don't understand if we trade to get better, we're going to suck. That whatever we trade away, we need a player just as good to fill that gap. We need draft picks and we need young core pieces. Prospects, guys already come up. That's why I'm not opposed to a deal for Trevor Zigris, right? Not opposed to that. Why? Because he's young. Yep. I mean, so if that's a guy you can bring in, he can kind of expedite the rebuild. Are you going to be as good? Probably not to start, but it's it's part of the process of getting better. That's why rebuilds usually, at least in other sports, rebuilds don't always work the first time. You got to go through it a couple of times and hope that you get lucky with some draft picks. But throwing a bunch of money at old guys, is that never works. Never, ever, ever. Phil says Rangers have fans from Westchester to Connecticut. It's not shocking, LOL. I'm just saying I don't think they should get first rights to ticket sales. I don't know. I just feel like they should do something different. I don't know, I don't know if that's the Phil or not because I don't know his Twitter thing. Nick D says, Grumpy X, how are you guys doing tonight? Podcast reminder, fire Lou Lamarillo immediately. Doing well and yes, agreed. There you go. Look at that. X is joined right on the bandwagon. Jason Cameron says, Sun X is the Trevor Gillies of podcasts, a violent wild man. What do you think about that, X? Wanting to decapitate people. Knee job them. It's, the thing is, it's deserved. It's deserved. Wow. Okay. Drew says, I'm going to see the Florida Panthers on Sunday. So glad I get to see a better team that doesn't have Joe Biden at GM. Oh, oh. That's a bold statement. Nick D says, I can't believe how ridiculous Phil sounds when he said, hey, you never know. TJ likes to say, you never know. Yeah, okay. Like, But what I've said to Phil, I said, yeah, anything can happen. But what's the, what's the most probable thing that's going to happen? You know what it's going to be? You're going to run into a team like Florida. Florida is really good. They're my pick to win the Stanley Cup this year. Florida or Carolina like we did last year, Carolina missing three of their top six forwards, playing a backup goalie, no shot, no shot, no shot, not happening. I mean, maybe a lot of people are happy to, you know, get a couple of playoff games a year, and then that's that. Maybe. I'm not. I want to win Stanley Cups. Freedom Fund Adventure says, my first question is for Liza's grandfather. Talk about dynamic. Talk about the dynamic between Lou and Wah until the deadline. While we'll be telling them these guys who aren't good enough, question two is for Eliza's uncle. Why are you the way you are? So happy for TJ and Doc Page. Was it Lou that stopped the Islanders from doing a theme uniform when walking into the stadium? Uh, X, uh, do you want to talk about that second part real quick? Second question? Um, I don't know. Just original, I guess. I don't know. I'm just the way I am. Can't help it. Oh, and then also about the theme uniform, I even said, I think it was on the other podcast that we have, that I thought they should have done the fisherman uniform. And I thought that they should have put trim on the uniforms as well. I just, they look like, I, I said they look like prison uniforms. They looked awful, in my opinion. The Islanders ones were not good. Not a fan. They're in Lamarillo jail where they have to have buzz cuts, no beards, no mustaches. Hey, it is what it is. And for the first part of the question, um, I think that uh, – see, I don't I don't think Lamarill is going to do anything. He's either going to trade away a first-round draft pick and Oliver Wallstrom, that's what he'll do, to pick up somebody who's just 
who cares, right? It doesn't matter. We don't have anything really to move except for the first round draft pick, which is going to be middle of the pack. Um, and honestly, there's nobody out there that I want. Now, if you tell me, all right, I'm trading a first round draft pick and Oliver Wallstrom for Trevor Zegris and a third round pick, I'm willing to do that because I think it makes the team better in the long run. You have to get a young piece coming back. I don't want to see him going after a guy like Adam Henrique or some of the other old hammerheads that are out there that people just want to dump. Don't want to see that happen. Unless it's something for the future, I don't want to see him make a move. Move your veterans who have any value at all. Get salary cap. Get money off your salary cap. And get draft picks or young prospects in return. That's what the team needs to do. Nick D says, congratulations, Paige and TJ, and congratulations to both of you, Grandpa Grumpy and Uncle X. Uncle X. Uncle X. Uncle X. Rob G says, Wally keeps coming so close to scoring each game now, but just misses. Just got to keep them pl- keep playing them. Keep playing them. They'll fall. They'll fall. Frank from Empire State says, Mayfield can bounce back. Just copy Travis Kelty. Take the roids he obviously took. Look how he almost killed his coach, who's a nice old man. What do you think about that, Max? Andy Reid was just looking at his Waffle House menu, thinking about what he's going to order after the game, and Travis Kelsey just went ballistic on him. He did. It did look a little bit like Roy Rage. Yeah. yeah. I think it was. So. Spent, he spent a little bit of time from Swifty, and he was getting a little flussy. Yeah, that's right. Matthew Carbone says, my fear is Lou will be back next year. Ugh. I'm not going to do a death joke. I'm not going to do a death joke or anything like that, but maybe he won't be. Mario Vargas says each team has an amount of tickets allocated to the stadium series and to their fans. Well, there's no way that uh, is the the range the range of fans I want to say outnumbered the Islander fans four to one. It looked like four to one. And, and it's be generous. It's split down the middle that they all have the specific amount. Like they split it down the middle, allocated evenly. Then it shouldn't be considered. It should be a neutral site game. It shouldn't be considered a home or away game on their on their on their uh, calendar. Then, in okay. my opinion, it's not fair. Well, it does help the Islanders' average attendance when you throw eighty thousand fans in there. That'll bump them up. Not fans for your team, though. Yeah. Well, I know it's fannies and seats. Mario Vargas says, "I got a pair of tickets for sixty-eight dollars each on Friday afternoon. Tickets prices were dropping till Sunday morning when they suddenly rose in price." Interesting. Freedom Fund Adventure says McLean, Kyle, can easily take over for the once impressive Sezikis. Will Lou be wise and move him to a contender? Um, he has no value. He's got four years left on his deal, and he's diminished player at this point. Islanders have about as many wins as the bottom feeders. Why uh, is the team and the fan base talking about the playoffs? Because they just hope that they'll squeak in. I don't know. Claire Hogle says, what do you guys think we will do at the trade deadline? I hope we sell. I think that we should sell. And I think the guy the guy who would have the most value, and I'm just going to say people who we would really consider moving, Dobson would have the most value, in my opinion, at this stage um, because of his contract situation. He's only making $4 million per. Got a couple of years left on that deal. Um Barzell and Horvat, who are our next best players, and as well as Sorokin, they have eight-year deals. So they're not going anywhere. Nobody's trading for them. Uh, they don't have the money. Um, 
or you know the term. Brock Nelson probably would bring the most value. He's got two years left, six million per for a guy who could be a second line center at this stage. He's thirty two years old. Uh, he's certainly uh, not as good this year as he was last year or the year before. I think his best years are behind him from when he was playing with Barry Trotz, but he still puts the puck in the net. Uh, streaky, but that's somebody who can get you something, maybe a prospect and a couple of draft picks. Why not, including a first? I mean, it's not a big market uh, for for guys who are getting moved this year. It doesn't seem like it. Guys are UFAs. Gensel was maybe the the best of the guys who are unrestricted free agents. He's out for at least another three weeks. I mean, is Pittsburgh going to move him? That means that they're going to pretty much mail it in. If they move him, they're going to try to blow up the team. And I think they should, honestly. The problem is you got guys like you know Crosby and Malcolm and Latang. It's like, do you maybe try to move those guys if you're Pittsburgh? Who else on the Islanders has value? I don't think any of their defensemen, because they're not moving uh, um, Romanoff or Dobson. Like I said, I wouldn't move. Any, I would not move Bolduc. Uh, Mayfield is immovable. Maybe some people think that Adam Pella can still play. He's got six years left on his deal after this one. Ryan Pulak, another guy who I think his game has re regressed. He's got five years left, whatever it is, five and six, whatever the two of them are. They have maybe some teams would be interested in them. They have to talk them into waiving their no-trade clauses, though. That's the problem. Anyone who has value is no-trade clause. Palmieri, Pajot. Those are the guys you want to move. Veterans who make money, free up cap space. There is no one out there that I want if we are a team that wants to buy the deadline. I don't think we should be buyers. We should be sellers. We should have been sellers for the last number of years. If you didn't go all in in the offseason after the first season with Tampa and even the second, we did nothing in the offseason, and that's why you're kind of stuck with this team now. So I personally hope that we sell – I don't think we will. I don't think the old man has the gumption or the ability to make those type of deals anymore. Freedom Fund Adventure says, Grumpy, I shame TJ for staying up all night talking to Phil and not being in bed with his wife. I deserve a secondary assist and some credit for baby Liza. Wow, I'm not going that far. Remember, I said it was why you weren't a grandpa. That's right. That's right. You did say that. Tony Pino Jr. says, New York women's hockey let a third-period lead up in flames at UBS also. Maybe it's the arena. Maybe there's some type of some juju going on in the arena where the home teams will be giving up multi-goal leads in the third period. I don't know. Very cute baby Tony. I know we've talked about the baby before. Tommy Baffy says, Varley gets the start tomorrow night in St. Louis, but will he be rusty? It's been a well. He'll probably be a little bit rusty. I'm trying to think the last game he played. Was it the Montreal game? Um, but he's I, been – I even thought about that recently. I'm like, gosh, Varley hasn't played in a while. So, I mean, as Patrick – remember, everyone's saying, oh, my gosh, you know, Varley needs to play more, more of a split. Well, you know, you're going to ride with your best goalie, and that's Sorokin. I mean, let's see. St. Louis is all of a sudden making a push for a playoff spot. Let's see what happens tomorrow night. Eve Legan says, does buying out Lee this summer send a warning message to the team that happy clubhouse playtime is over? Um, why not try to trade him? I try to trade him and eat half the salary. I don't care. Anything. I don't want 
I don't want to, if you buy him out, he's still got two years left on his deal. So you'd be paying for him for four years. Do you really want to do that? The last game he played, I think was against Calgary on 210. Okay, Varlamov. Okay, so that's, you know, quite a while ago. I mean, but he's got to play every once in a while. You want to keep Sorokin fresh and playing against the teams that really need to beat. You need to beat the other Metro division teams. It's imperative. Mm -hmm. Drew says, I can tell you firsthand, Trevor Zegras doesn't want to be an Islander. Well, that's a whole nother ball of wax. So, I mean, but I mean, like I said, I'm talking about a young player. Like I was high on Quentin Byfield earlier in the year. He hadn't really produced this year. They put him on the first line. He struggled a little bit to start the season. I'm like, that's a guy I wouldn't mind seeing a guy like that. But now I don't, I don't think he's a guy that LA would even consider moving at this point in time. Drew says, don't get your hopes up. Okay. Frankie G says, I knew you guys wanted them to sell, but we are not going to. Lou is old and needs to win now. Well, you know what? He might as well just quit. Uh, and, you know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be nice. He might as well just quit because this team is never winning. It's never winning with this group of players. Just not happening. Not good enough. Yep. You can sign a whole bunch of guys to six-year contract extensions, wall play in the bottom six. Seven-year contract extension. It doesn't work. They're not good enough. Not talented enough. He knows it too. Frank from Empire says, "I don't want to trade Nelson. He has four years of current play level. He's been paired with bums and scoring almost forty. Whatever we get in trade won't get us forty goals." Okay, is Brock Nelson going to be here by the Frank? And this for you is Brock Nelson going to be here when the team is good again? The answer is no. He's not going to be. That's why you move him. I don't care. And he's never scored forty goals. Never, never has. Almost. He scored 37 last year. I don't know what he'll have this year. Probably have 30-something again, but not good enough. Frankie G says, 21 subscribers away from 1,000 on YouTube. We need 21. 21. Please subscribe if you're not subscribed. Get us to 1,000 subs, please. Tell your friends to just come on and subscribe. Yeah. And just click on the podcast periodically. Make fake email and YouTube accounts and just. Oh, come on now. You can't do that, X. You got to be. Come on. You can't do that now. I'm just playing. That's that's it. Now YouTube's going to see that and they're probably going to strip us. Probably going to take us down again. Yeah. Bed and Blanket says Lou needs to expire. I have no comment on that. I do not want to advocate for the death of Lou Lamarillo, so I will not do it, Bed and Blanket. But if you do it, that's fine. That's your opinion. Uh, Frank from Empire State says Brock was good. Brock with good line mates could score 50 easily. No, 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 sorry, no, never. Next, Tommy Baffy says many Islander fans were beyond classless on Sunday at MetLife. Well, what are you going to do? Fans of the winning team, that's the type of stuff they do, right? Ben, ben Blanket says Brock is the only player with actual value that wouldn't kill the core. Exactly. You move guys like that. You move a guy like Palmieri. You move a guy like J.G. Pajot. You try to move Pellick. You try to move Lee. What do they all have in common? They're all in their 30s. These are the type of guys you move. These are the type of guys you want off the team. They're not going to be part of the solution going forward. Frankie G says, Grumpy, are you from Long Island? And how did you become an Islander fan? I uh, am originally from Long Island. Right now I live in North Carolina. Um, but, you know, once you're an Islander fan at a young age, that never leaves. So always been an Islander fan. 
And the team I hate the most is the Filthy Delphia Flyers. Eve Leggin says, Henrik Tikkanen looks like a diamond in the rough, diamond in the rough goalie. Well, you know what? You can never have too many good goalies either. Trade value. That's right. Production value. Tommy Baffy says, the Islanders owners and Lou hate the fisherman jersey. They're just dumbasses. I love the fisherman jersey. I love it too. It's my favorite. The, my here's what they don't get. The young kids love the fisherman jersey. The third jersey should always be the fisherman jersey. Why? It's just a merchandising tool to generate revenue. That's yeah. all it is. That's People all would it buy. is. People would buy it. See, I didn't like the color that they did for because they, they brought it back again. But I just as like the reverse retros, I didn't like the colorway that they had on it. Yeah, it was terrible. They ruined it. I think they ruined it on purpose so they would not do it. Instead, they got aisles, which I thought was horrible. Awful. Prison awful. uniform. Terrible. Freedom Front Adventure says, yeah, grumpy, but Wah is definitely giving Lou honest feedback on the roster and saying he has to go. Won't win with these guys. This guy sucks, blows, and swallows. Sure, ownership. Raw equals sell. Interesting dynamic. Well, like I said, that's why I hope they give Wah the GM spot. The best way to learn about the players is by coaching them, honestly. And you know who does what on this team. I move. I mean, think about how many guys are on long-term extensions who just are never going to earn that money. Uh, shameful. That's on the old man. Uh, Freedom Fun Adventure says, Sun X has the evil movie villain lighting up. X, demand a billion dollars. Transformation into Dictator X is happening. We will end up missing TJ the Tyrant. Oh, look at that. He put little red he lights. red. Oh, my God. There we go. How ridiculous. Drew says, Grumpy, Phil told me that rebuilds don't work. What's your analysis? Phil's a dumbass. That's my analysis on that. Rebuilds do work. You know who did it? Chicago did it. The Kings did it. All teams that rebuild, it works. You just have to have somebody in charge who knows what they're doing. Does he think that every team just starts, you know, oh, these guys win Stanley Cups. Well, how did they get there? Because they rebuild the roster. That's what they do. I just told you two perfect examples. And the Kings have done it twice. The Kings are back, right? I'm not saying they're winning the Stanley Cup this year. I mean, but, I mean, look what Chicago did for that first, you know, three Cups in five years, right? I mean, they got Taves. They got Kane. They backfilled the roster. They had Joel Quinville as coach. They knew what they were doing. Bowman is the GM. I mean, that was a team that was terrible. They rebuilt it. That's a matter of fact, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard Phil say. And I've heard him say a lot of stupid shit. That was that's probably the dumbest. Rebuilds don't work. Okay, sure. You know what doesn't work, Phil? What the Islanders are doing. You know how I know? Look where they are in the in the standings every year. Same team. Treadwheel, 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 treadwheel. What is it called? Treadmill. Treadmill. There you go. Treadmill to mediocrity. That's what the <laughs> Mr. Meat says. I think Sezikis, Clutterbuck, and Martin have run their course. Absolutely. So is Pajot. So is Nelson. So is Palmieri. So is Lee. So is Pellick. So is Pulak. So is Mayfield. All those guys. So is Varlamov. All those guys. Drew says, which Brock is better, Brock Nelson or Brock Purdy? I'm leading on Brock Purdy. I'm going to say Brock Lesnar is better. Oh, my God. That's right, Drew. He won't even admit it. It's not Brock Purdy. Brock Matthew, Purdy. 
Brock, uh, Matthew S. Brock S. Matthew S. says, Islander fan, Abby Levy, a wall in net tonight for the New York women. Nice. I can't watch women's hockey. I'm sorry. Poly, well, because we're doing the show, of course. Polymetal CX30 says, I couldn't believe Dobson, the start of that OT at the stadium series. He is so important to setting goals for us, but wow, couldn't believe coughing up at the worst possible moment for Panarin. Yeah, that, that was on him. Now, that's not why they, uh, it is why they lost the game, but that's not why they lost the game. They fell apart in the third period again, again. And that was terrible pass. As we talked about it in the first part of this show, that wound up getting whacked. Um, he just kind of is, he, that was just a bad play by him. And we call one of our favorite guys, one of the guys that I would keep on this team, four guys who are just immovable for me. He's one of them. And he, it was a disastrous play and turned into a goal. Bad play, bad play. Jason Cameron says, just use my wife's account to subscribe. Getting closer. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it. And thank you to wife. Yep. Freedom Front Adventure says, Sun X, pull up the standings. Islanders have 60 points. Look at the teams all around them, all talking about selling and missing the playoffs. What we hear is Lou won't sell due to his age. Why, why is it only about him and not the organization? Exactly. Now, here you go. Let's take a look. Let's take a look at the playoffs. We can – let's uh, take the comment down so we can just eyeball that real quick. You can take that comment down. It would be great. All right. Let's take a look. Is there something where we can see – um, like the wild card thing as opposed to just division-wise. Mm. Okay. Well, that's all right. If we can't do it, we can't. Yeah, I just, just pulled this up. That's fine. That's fine. Um, we go to ESPN. They show it very well. Click on uh, wild card and make it a little bit bigger so I can actually see it because it's minuscule, microscopic, shall we say. There we go. Okay. Let, all right. That's all right. Let's go to the top. Let's look at the uh, – yeah, we got Florida, 78, Boston, 70, uh, 77, Toronto, 68, pulling 54 games. Scroll down, please. Rangers, 77, Carolina, 71. Those five teams are locks. Um, Philadelphia winning tonight against Chicago will have 67 points in 58 games. So they'll be seven points ahead of the Islanders. The Islanders have two games in hand. Uh Tampa Bay has 65 and 57. Um, Detroit, 64 and 55. Here's the thing. The Devils have the same amount of points as the, as the Islanders, right? Uh, I think the Devils will eventually make the playoffs. The Islanders, 60. I don't think the Islanders make Look it. at the overtime losses. Yeah. I That's mean, the big thing. Is It's like they lose all the time in overtime. Yes. That's the one thing that stands out to me. Yeah, we have 14 loser points, which is the best in the league. We've only won, what, um, eight games in overtime, and we've lost 14. To me, the biggest thing – and then you see Washington, who's who knows that they're in cell mode, right? 58 points, 54 games. They have a game in hand on the Islanders. And then you got Pittsburgh, 56 and 53. So two, still two games in hand. But to me, does Pittsburgh look like a team that's good enough to make the playoffs? They didn't last night. They don't goaltender. I mean, but if you look at to me, the biggest determination on who makes playoffs is uh, plus minus and goal differential. Do you think Pittsburgh regrets getting rid of Mark Andre Fleury when they let him be a free agent? And then he went to Vegas. 
Well, it wasn't a free agent. They let him go in the expansion draft. Oh, well, yeah. In, in Pittsburgh, uh, the, the the most popular guy in town is the backup goalie. I mean, always. They always thought they had somebody better. Yeah. I mean, it was Matt Murray, and then after Murray, it was Jari. And then after Jari, it's like, who knows? They believe in Jari. I don't believe in him at all. If you could just scroll up a little bit so we can just kind of eyeball. Nope, the other way. The other way. Down. Scroll down. There we go. There we go. Okay. No, okay. I was right the first time. Scroll up. I want to see. I don't care about the West. Okay. But if you take a look at goal differential, the teams that have a, a, a positive goal differential, those are the team that makes the playoffs. In the last five years, I think there's only been one or two teams who've made the playoffs with a negative goal differential. And you look at the Islanders' goal differential, it's minus 22. That's not a team that's making the playoffs. You keep Scroll down, please. You see the Devils are minus six, and that was after yesterday's brutal effort against Washington, right? You see the Islanders, minus 22. Washington, minus 32. I don't consider Washington even – and most people, do you consider Washington a playoff team? Most, oh, absolutely not. But you realize they're practically identical to the Islanders. I mean, so if you don't consider them a playoff team, how do you consider the Islanders a playoff team? I mean, that's the way I look at it. And Philadelphia, the longer they go and stay in the playoff hunt, my gosh, they win tonight. They're seven points up on the Islanders. I'd always rather have the points than the games in hand, to be honest with you. I mean, Detroit and Tampa. I mean, there's only 27. The Islanders only have 27 games left. That's it. Tough stretch of games coming up, too. Next comment, X. Ponyboy Curtis says, listening to SunX co-host's podcast with a below elementary level of knowledge regarding hockey of, or the Islanders is hilarious. Well, but he's working on it, Ponyboy. That's all we could ask him, that, he's, that he works on it and tries to get better. That's right. Uh, Brett W. says, the, the way the team is playing won't be long before the original Fisherman era is back. That's possible. Yes, it is. Frank from Empire State says, yeah, Grump, but Brock has had nothing but bums the last couple of years. If he had good wing men, he'd score 50. You can't tell. I am denying that he'd score 50. Absolutely. No. 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 He's no. No. Full stop. No. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. He never did. It's like saying Anders Lee. Oh, you know, he's a 40-goal man. He had one year when he scored 40. Never scored more than 28 after that. Never. And he played with Tavares. No. No, no, no. AJ Piazza says, my prediction for trade deadline, Lou will ask Martin and Cal if they want to leave, and then he'll either trade them or not. Probably not. I think Ajo gets traded. Okay. Clutterbuck maybe has some trade value, maybe to a, contain, to a contender, maybe a fourth-round pick at best. Martin has no trade value, and neither does Ajo. Why would you trade Ajo? He's a number seven defenseman. You need guys like that. You need to move guys who make money, guys who have value on the market. That's a Nelson. That's maybe a Palmieri, maybe a Pajot. Those are the type of guys, you maybe a Lee. Maybe teams need some big lumbery piece of wood to stand in front of the net on the power play. Maybe they take an Anders Lee. Who knows? Frank from Empire State says, grumpy old man, how can you say no? Easy, look, no. See, I just said it again. Has Brock not played with bums the past two years? 
answer, acknowledge that plea. He's played with Kyle Palmieri and Pierre Engvall. People are telling us these greatest things ever. Just listen to Phil's fiction. Just listen to him. He'll tell you. doesn't matter. He's a second-line center. He's a second-line center. Um, Ponyboy Curtis says, TJ is a bit of a tyrant. I think he needs to see a shrink. It is a pretty, particularly alarming when he starts screaming at and berating Grump or not for not doing or acting as he thinks he should on the podcast. Absolutely. Drew says, Grumpy, also, you said that the term retool is for soy boys. Why is that as well? I agree with the analysis, though. You're either rebuilding or you're buying and adding. Exactly. Retool is just a friendly word for the cucks in the fan base who don't like the word. Rebuild is offensive to us. No, we're not rebuilding. We're just retooling. No, it's rebuild. Rebuild means you have to build it over. There's no such thing as retooling. It's rebuilding. You're either building for the future or you're adding to the present. It's retool. No, it's called rebuild. Rebuild sounds more severe than retool. That's what it is. It's rebuild. Scupper the whole thing and start over. Rip it down to the studs and start over. Rebuild. Matthew S. says, New York wins. Abby Levy stones Montreal in a shootout. Is there a reason why these comments are coming up, X? Interesting stuff. Live sports. Oh, my God. Here's another one. New York women won the shootout. Maybe they should teach the Islanders how to do shootouts. Well, that's actually, I was really good. I like that. That was from Tony, from Tony Pino Jr. Max Power says, what's up, fellas? Lou doesn't want to sell. Old people love garage sales. I don't get it. Well, but see, you go to garage sale, you're usually buying something, hoping to get it on the cheap. But Lou goes in there like a, a sailor on freaking shore leave, just whatever you want. What? What do you got there? Oh, what is that? An old fish statue? Oh, what is that? One of those singing bass? Oh, yeah. Take 10 of them. Thanks. Yeah. Here's $300 and a couple of first round draft picks for that. Yeah. <laughs> AJ Piazza says, wouldn't mind trying to get Pino, Pinto from Ottawa, but don't know how that would even get done. Yeah, why would Ottawa trade him? They're not trading him. I know he's a Long Island boy. Why would they trade him? He's a young player. What, what would Ottawa want from the Islanders? Nothing. There's nothing the Islanders have. Maybe they want the cul-de-sac vibe. And here's the thing. Ottawa is a team that's not going to make the playoffs. So it's like, you know, they're not going to be adding to their team. Certainly not. They're not going to trade a young guy for a veteran. Not happening. Tommy Baffey says, Islanders obviously will lose any tiebreakers with 14 overtime losses. That's for certain. Uh, Tommy also adds that the popular request from Islander fans is a lighthouse jersey. I like the lighthouses themselves on the shoulders. I think that looks sharp. I would not like it as the main logo on the center. I don't like that. Rob G says, need a big win tomorrow in St. Louis. Meet me in St. Louis. Um, the, I, the Islanders are like almost, you want to make the playoffs, you got to win, uh, what, 70% of your games? Pretty much. I mean, you got two You got two teams from the Atlantic who are holding the, uh, the spots for the two wild card spots with the same amount of – well, uh, Tampa's played some more games, but uh, pretty much the same amount 
of games played and more points. Like I said, I'd much rather have the points than I would uh, the games in hand at this point. Now there's four points behind Detroit. Detroit's looked pretty good recently. So is what it is. Frank from Empire State says, we need a real winger for Barzell and Horvat. Lee can only stand in front of the net and try to score tip-ins. And we need a real winger for the second line also. But you have it's not like you can sign a free agent. It's not like you have anything at trade value to get you any of those pieces. That's what happens when you keep continually trade first and second round picks for guys who are third liners, bottom pairing guys. That's that's called not maximize not maximizing your assets. And that's what the Islanders have not been able to do. Ponyboy Curtis says, I'm not sure. Can you put Ponyboy's kind of there we go? I'm not sure if this comment made it from the other podcast, but did you guys see that Mayfield deleted his Instagram because of the online bullying that he received from fans as of late? Well, you know what? That's his prerogative. Um, like I said, if those fans saw him to his face, they wouldn't talk shit to him. That's all I'm going to say. Matthew West says we need to collect at least 36 points in those 27 games, I think. Um, 36. Yeah, I mean, let me see where we're at. We're at 60. That's 96 points. And then you got to hope other teams in front lose. That's the thing. It's not even just that we have to get points. We have, There's so many teams around us. If one of those teams gets hot or a couple of those teams get, get hot, we have no shot. Ooh, if they're hot, we got no shot. So – X, that could be your dating life. If she's hot, they got no shot. Mm-hmm. Claire Hogle says, we need to beat the Blues. I agree, Claire, 100%. Rob G says, be playing against Nick Letty. Well, maybe he'll be the defensive liability he was with the Islanders. Who knows? Frank from Empire State says, grumpy old man, if Brock can score, oh, um, I don't know what that word is, 49 with two bums. He can, yes, score 50 with two decent linemen. Why can't you see that? Okay, he's never scored. He's never even scored more than 37 goals. He just hasn't. Sorry. Uh, he's, not ta- he's not taking the Brady Anderson jump to 50 and then go back to being what he's always been. Not happening. Brady Connor says, I think we need to buy at the trade deadline. Um, plus, I think Claire, Hogel, and Sunex should be a couple. Wow. I'm, I'm taken. So oh, engaged. And, and Claire looks like she's out of X's league. Anyway. <laughs> so, Bony Boy Curtis says, did we ever get an answer or any idea of what those future considerations were that we were giving up to Chicago for the relieving us of the contract of Bailey. It's a 2025 second round pick we're giving to Chicago. 2025 or 26. So we're going to be paying for Bailey for a couple more years yet. Stephen Cartier says, it's a bit odd though. I can't recall a team that lost games consistently in the same way week over week. So many blown leads. It's the amount of overtime games we played that is wild. Well, a lot of times we're just playing to hold on to get the loser point. We never commit. At the end of games, if that game is tied, we're just hanging on. And that was even the case yesterday against Pittsburgh. We were just hanging on against them, just hanging on. All right. I think we got one more comment here, Grump. All right. Frank from Empire State says, should we bring up Ishikov instead of McLean? I want to see him. McLean fills that fourth-line role better than Ishikov would. 
if you move a Brock Nelson, then you bring an Ishikov in. Or if you move a uh, J.G. Pagel. Or if you move both. I'm not opposed to that. Move them both. Flyers win tonight. So that's bad news for the Islanders. It means the Flyers in 57 games will have 67 points. It's a seven-point lead. The Islanders have two games in hand. The, the Flyers just keep winning. The Flyers just keep winning. I don't want to believe in them because I hate them so much. But at some point in time, it's like, wow, okay, they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think we're there yet, but we're close. They just keep winning games. John Tortorella has done a great job with them. Sean Couturier is a new captain. You know, what are you going to do? Okay, X. So let's wrap it up. Jason right. says, oh, we knew this one's going to go up. Another great job by Sun X. Thank there you. Thank you you want to get mentioned on the show, just say something nice to Sun X. That's all you got to do. Yep, always. Understand how that works. Really do. All right. Oh, let me throw this little thing back up here before we, we cut it off. Well, that's not it. There we go. All right. Anything else, Grumpy, that you want to uh, add? I just I just want to say, once again, tomorrow, listen to the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man show. Sun X and I will be on that show. I don't know if TJ will. Uh, we're going to talk any number of things, sports-related, maybe and throw some movies in there, some music. Who knows? Um, Don X is great. Oh, God, look at that. So uh, just please give that give that show a look. We talk about everything in the world of sports and anything else you want to talk about. Um, don't know if TJ will make a guest appearance on there or not. Um, and please, like I said, please subscribe to this show on YouTube and uh, we would appreciate that also as well. And I just want to say love and laughter to everyone who listens and even those who don't from TJ, Sun X, and well, TJ from wherever he is, Sun X, and the grumpy old man. Thank you so much. And uh, like I said, we appreciate everyone who listens to this show. We absolutely do. And we hope to see you again Saturday night, 8 o'clock. All right. We'll see you all next time. Have a good one. time, baby. So, yeah, thank you very much. Good night. You can't connect to your Wi-Fi network.